Today's advanced training. Um, goals. Let me tell you, I, when I when I I think a lot of people uh, have read self help books and self improvement books, and we're all trying to get better. We're all trying to make more money, and you know our the 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 type of person that the Fitz Group attracts to work here. Uh, there we're we're typically more type A driven people that want more out of life than what we've been paid so far. And, uh, and, and usually we're readers and we're listeners. And so, so when I say a, a word like goals, if I'm sitting in a seminar right now and the speaker says goals to me, I'm gonna go goals. We're gonna talk about goal setting. I know goal setting. I know you know goal setting. Most of us do. Here's the thing. A lot of people will say, well, I don't necessarily know goal setting. Well, here's the basics of goal setting. Do you know what you want and do you know how to get it? Like that's goal setting um, and, and, and the very basics of it. And I was thinking about it this morning. You know, everywhere I go around town, typically I'm, I'm using GPS. I use Waze. That's my GPS of choice. I like it when it tells me there's traffic or there's a cop coming or somebody's broken down. Um, and so I, 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 I dig Waze. But um, I usually use it. And my wife always picks on me. She's like, why do you use it? You just know where you're going. I said, I know where I'm going. But I like for it to tell me the stuff that I don't know. And maybe there's a shortcut this time that we take. And we get there two minutes faster. And, and when I use GPS, I'm always looking at that estimated time of arrival. And I'm trying to beat it. I feel like it's a race. So it's, it's like a game for me. But the GPS is a very basic uh, goal-setting system. You tell it where you want to go. And it actually helps you and tells you how to get there. So uh, with that in mind, I, I want to talk about goals. I want to start off talking today what I call goals part one, uh, the 10 steps to goal setting. There are three parts to this goals conversation. Uh, you'll hear more in the coming weeks. Uh, if you're watching this later, you can just click on the next link right there and watch the next episode. Uh, but uh, goals part one, part two, and part three, we're going to get more detailed, but I'm a very goal-driven person, goal-oriented person. I think in terms of uh, uh, like I, I, this coin that my friend Andy came up with of what do I want and how do I get it? I think about that all the time. Uh, I thought about it before I had the coin, but now I keep the coin in my pocket all the time, all the time in my pocket, and I just keep it there. If you see my hand in my pocket, in, in the right hand, I'm feeling one. I'm feeling that I got my pocket knife over there because I've been carrying that since I was a kid, and then I feel that coin, and I just think, what do I want? How do I get it? So every year uh, I go through a goal setting process normally it's at the end of the year uh, normally I'm doing this between Thanksgiving and Christmas where I take time and I really review how the year went and I review how I want the next year to go and, and I take that time then so that when in January 1 hits I'm really starting the year running like I'm not I'm not getting started on January 1 I got started before January 1 so when the new year hits I'm already running well, as this is being recorded today, it's August 11th, and, and I, I'm doing this intentionally because 20 plus years at this business, and here's what I've seen from a basic trend. The year does like this at the beginning, maybe if you're looking at the camera, it goes up, and then the summer, usually it plateaus, and then the fall, it takes off again. And if you have great momentum in the fall, it will carry you through the end of the year and the beginning of the new year. So I thought to myself, self, we should talk about goals. 
in August. Because here we are entering into harvest season. Some of you guys have really been planting seeds during the summer, during the planting season. You're going to start seeing the harvest in the fall. It's going to be easier to make sales in the fall. It always is. The very basic of what we sell being mortgage protection. People are buying their new homes. They're getting into the new school systems before school starts. In Texas, it is starting mostly. So <laughs> like everybody's getting back into the rhythm of life and appointments pick up. They're easier to make sales like it just is. So I wanted to talk about goals today. Ten steps. We're going to talk today. Ten steps to uh, goal setting. Now, I will give credit. I love giving credit where credit is due. Uh, I, I don't think that I live in a vacuum and every thought I have is unique to me. Uh, I probably read it somewhere. So uh, I, don't, I didn't get these 10 steps specifically from this book, but Brian Tracy's book, Goals, absolutely influenced my life. It's one of the best goal-setting books I ever read. And, and look at the subtitle, How to Get Everything You Want Faster Than You Ever Thought Possible. <laughs> Hello. I mean, you should have just told me that instead of goals. You'd have had my attention. But goals, you said goals instead, and it's all big goals okay we got the other book here success look at it goals exclamation point success exclamation like it, they're serious about this stuff the glenn bland method how to set goals and make plans that actually work i i this these two books i remember distinctly when i read this glenn bland book for the first time i was in our second office uh it's in the second building back there it's about 1700 square foot office and i'm sitting in my office i was there at like 6 6 30 in the morning and i'm reading this book and i just remember epiphany after epiphany happening in about a 30 minute window and it just my brain exploded so what i'm going to teach today is the process i go through the 10-step process i go through in really establishing my goals but I'm 100% positive I've been influenced by these two books. So if there's some, if there's some crossover, some similarities, this is my bibliography, okay? I, 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 it's, not, it's not all unique to me. These books certainly influenced me. So 10 steps to goal setting. We're going to start with number one here. I'll read it with you. Start by making an inventory of your dreams, the things you want to have, do, be, and share. There are no limits. Write down everything, work, family, relationship, mental, emotional, social, material, and physical goals you want to achieve. Listen, right now I'm starting to go into this process because there's opportunities that we have. And, and I don't want to be blinded by an opportunity. I, I don't want to be um, distracted by money when my goal may be different than, than just the, the, a dollar bill. Does that make sense? So right now I'm going through these and it starts with just being really broad and just saying, what do I want? Like, this is where you can just get alone and just sort of dream and just... You know, think back to when you were five years old and what did you want when you were five or 10 or 15? Like, what were your dreams back then before life beat you down? Before that supervisor said you can't have it or that coach called you an idiot? Before all of that stuff started happening, before the, the, the mental and emotional abuse of this world started hitting you, what did you want? Like, I, I wanted to own my own business since I was eight years old. So when somebody offers me a really good paying job, no, like I want to own a business. I remember getting started in our business and, and we were, I was struggling. Like I, 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 we weren't sure how to keep pay rent or keep the lights on. Some of you guys may relate to that. We were struggling and I met with a client who offered me a job, paying me $100,000 a year plus bonus plus benefits. And that was, that was the world to me at the time. But because I regularly take an inventory of my dreams and all this, I, I said no. 
Because that $100,000 job and all those commissions and, and, the, and, the, and, the, and the incentives and all that sort of stuff, this guy wanted to set me up. I, he was a client, but he wanted to set me up to basically take over his company one day. But that's, I, I, I didn't see that that was a guarantee. What I saw was he was offering me a job, and that was going to distract me from what I really wanted. So don't, listen, just fill up pages and pages and pages. This first step, you can take hours just dreaming and thinking maybe initially take about 30 minutes it, it just write down everything there's no wrong answer here there's nothing um nobody's gonna ridic nobody's seeing this list you're making this list for you so do it without fear of shame or ridicule or or you know somebody say you can't have that i always wanted to go to the moon I just thought it'd be cool to sit on the moon. Every time I see a movie, it's got the moon. I'm like, oh, man. What was it? Space Cowboys. I remember that movie with uh, Clint Eastwood and um, the other old guys. <laughs> I can't remember. These, these old astronauts that, that, that they need help in space, and they end up firing one of the rockets off to the moon, and the guy ends up, uh, uh, Tommy Lee Jones was that guy. He was dying of prostate cancer or something, and so he rode, I don't want to give it away I mean, if you hadn't seen it, but he ends the movie where he's made it to the moon, and he's looking at the earth. And I'm like, eh, when I saw that, I was like, that's what I always wanted. And then in fifth grade, I got glasses. And they said, you can't have that astronaut dream. You can't have that moon dream because you're legally blind. Like, <laughs> you know, like they start, what well, turns out you can go to outer space if you got money. Like they're firing rockets all the time right now going to outer space. I'm sure I get to be friends with Tesla. Like we can go, you know, anyway. Okay. Number two, go over the list and estimate when you could realistically reach those goals. Prioritize them and decide which you'll work on first. Now, in any of my trainings that I think could potentially cause shame or embarrassment to somebody, I don't use their name. Um, and so I'm, I'm doing that now. If you speak up and tell everybody it was you, that's you that did that. I'm, I'm maintaining anonymity, okay? But I've talked to several people, people recently that have these ambitions of things they're trying to accomplish that are huge goals in a short amount of time and have never come close to hitting a tenth of that. And so... You understand, when you bring that to me, I, I'm not there to put your goals or dreams down. I'm there to follow my process and say step two is go over the list and estimate when you can realistically do this. You've never made six figures in your year in, in a lot. Maybe you've never made more than twenty-five dollars or $30,000 in a year, and suddenly you're here and you think your first year you're going to make a quarter of a million. I'm not saying it's not possible. I'm just saying it's not probable. I've been teaching my kids the difference between those words, possible. Anything's possible, but, it, but is it probable? So put a, put a deadline on when you think you could realistically reach those goals. Like I, I have a, I've had a dream for a long time of having a private jet. Now, do I think I can get this this year? No, I don't think I can get the jet this year. I don't think it's going to work. So that's, I put a, a, maybe it's five years from now. Maybe it's 10 years from now. I don't know. But you, you put a, an estimate. And then prioritize them and decide which you'll work on first. I'm not working on getting the jet first. There's other goals that I can do that get me towards that, right? There, that are steps towards that bigger goal. Number three, select your four most important goals. Four, four, we're going to focus. List the reasons these are important to you and why they excite you. The reasons are more important than the objective. Pick the four most important goals, and then you need to write so a lot of times um, when I'm, I'm talking to a newer agent and they, they ran an appointment, and they didn't make a sale. And they come back and they say, I didn't make a sale. And I say, well, tell me about the client. Well, 
the client, you know, just wants to buy the insurance in case something happens to them. They want to make sure their family's okay. I go, great. What are they concerned is going to happen to their family what, what, or to them? Well, they're concerned they're going to die. Did they say that? No. That's why he didn't make the sale. I can go deeper and we can c- uncover more things. But if you didn't get the client to say, I'm concerned about dying and leaving my, fi- my family living under a bridge, if you didn't get them to say something along those lines, you didn't get them to, get to emotionally connect to this objective that they have. That's why he didn't make the sale. Just that simple. It really is that simple. Well, well Fitz, I, you know, it's, it's, uh, I want to make sure that if anything happens to me that, that my wife is taken care of. You mean like mafia taken care of or like financially? You need the client to specifically describe what it looks like for his wife to be financially provided for, taken care of once he's gone. That's how you get them emotionally connected. So that's what you're doing here is you're picking your four and then you're emotionally connecting to those. Like, you're not going to work hard to achieve a goal that you're not emotionally invested in. You're just not. Because inevitably, when you have a goal, as soon as you establish that you're going to go for something, the universe comes against you. It does. There's opposition. Every major religion agrees. There are um, uh, good sides and bad sides. Like There's good and bad. There's good and evil. You see it in all the movies. All major religions agree. Those who don't agree with that are just dumb. Because there's just... <laughs> Listen, for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. That's science. I mean, it's, so it's, it's, it's out there, right? So when you say, I'm going to go for something, there's going to be resistance coming against you. And when you're not emotionally bought into what you're going for, you're going to falter. You're going to fail. You're going to fall on your face. You're going to give up. And now your goal is just a wish. It's not even a goal. So this is an important point to, to really emotionally establish what you're, why you're doing it. Number four. Write down how you will feel when you achieve each goal. Be specific. Describe what you will see and hear. One of my favorite stories, though I hate the team, uh, <laughs> NC State, Jim Valvano. I, I, I went to Carolina, so of course we hate State. Um, but Jim Valvano, uh, the, they won the national championship in 1983. You may have seen the, 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 him running across the court, excited, just looking for a player to hug. Uh, the last-ditch shot that was an air ball, and a guy caught it and, and put it in, and, and they won the game. Like, it was a big deal. Um, but, you know, every year that year, at the end of practice, the team practiced cutting down the nets. The, the net cutting is, a, is a, a tradition when you win the national championship or, or a championship, you cut down the nets in basketball. Every practice, that team practiced cutting down the nets, setting up the ladder, going up, the order they're cutting it down. They practiced it. They, they, and everybody was around them clapping like it was the crowd. They, they rehearsed what it was going to be like. Olympic athletes, reportedly, the gold medalists constantly talk about, you know, they envision and they visualize what it's going to be like when I win that gold medal and I'm, I'm on the top of that stand and my flag is raising the national anthem is playing. My friends and family are cheering for me either locally or on, the, on TV, and the world is watching. Like they just close their eyes and they visualize that. That's big. You've got to get attached to your goals. Okay? Number five, list all the reasons you can achieve these goals this year. What do you have going for you? So these are the reasons that you can achieve it. What you have going for you? You got character traits or friends or financial resources, education, time, energy. Take inventory of your strengths, skills, and tools. Let me be really clear. You're taking inventory of what you already have that's going to help you accomplish these goals. Okay? Um, 
If you're looking to invest in a, in a special lead program, well, I've got, re I've got capital to invest in that. Okay, well, that's, that's inventory. Write down the reasons that you can, that the things you already have that are going to help you achieve this. Now, number six, describe the specific attri attributes that will help you reach your goals. So I'll back up because I don't want you to look at this number six for too long. Number five is taking inventory of what you already have. Number six is looking at what you need to do this. There may be a gap is my point. These are two different things. Some people have seen these five and six and go, isn't that the same thing? No. One's an inventory of what you have. One's an inventory of what you need. And, and there may be a gap there, and we've got to figure out how to solve that gap. So describe the specific attributes that will help you reach your goals, time management, discipline, organization, etc. Now compare these to your list from number five. What areas can you strengthen? Never belittle yourself. Take the initiative to improve what you've got. It's it's not putting yourself down. Like I I got I got one of my kids. He's he's he does this. Like when he's when he gets beat at something, he's like, oh, I'm just. He gets into these absolutes. Like I'm terrible. I never, you know, all those kind of things like that. Don't don't put yourself down. But it's okay to be honest with where you are and not put yourself down. And anytime I think about this, I think about this video. Because I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, and doggone it, people like me. <laughs> Stuart Smalley from Saturday Night Live. Those, maybe, maybe you watched Saturday Night Live in the 80s and 90s. You remember this. That guy became a senator, for goodness sakes. But because um, <laughs> he's good enough and smart enough and doggone it, people liked him until they didn't and voted him out. So, <laughs> but, that, but that's politics for you. So, uh, but I do think about it. Don't belittle yourself. You're good enough. You just, you, you're good enough. You may just not have the tools yet that you need. And that's okay. That's, that's why we continue to learn. Okay. Number seven. Write down the things that prevent you from already having the goals you desire. We may want many things, but lack of action usually prevents us from having them. We must know what we need to overcome and have a step-by-step -step plan for action. So they call this a, um, in, in, in business today, they, they got pre-mortems and post-mortems. Uh, a post-mortem, you may know, like uh, when the body is in the morgue and they're studying the body to find out why the person died. Right. Well, a postmortem of a business is after the business failed, you dig in and find out why did this business fail. A premortem is going into that scenario thinking, why would this business fail? Why would this idea fail? So what you're doing here is number seven, you're doing a premortem. You're looking at the things that that could prevent you from having it. The, 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 the obstacles that you could face. I mean, if you could flash forward 20 years from now and look back in hindsight, what are those things that kept you from getting what you wanted? That's what you're going to want to come up with here in number seven. And you're not going to be able to foresee everything, but this is where having conversations with people who've been there before can really help you uh, because they may give you some insight that they learned in their journey. Right. And, and by the way, don't if you're trying to make a million dollars, don't take advice from somebody who made one hundred thousand and not a million because they haven't been there. It's like if you're going on vacation to Venice, Italy, you don't get tourist ideas from people who've never been there. You've got to talk to people who've been there and get the ideas of where to go. Number eight, take time now to work out your plan to overcome obstacles and achieve your goals. Ask yourself, what would I have to do first to accomplish this? What can I do to change the things that prevent me from having it now? Work out your plan. This takes thought, this takes energy, this takes effort. It's not just something you can sit, this, this exercise doesn't take 30 minutes. Heather and I were just talking this weekend that we're about to, for my birthday's coming up, we're about to go away for a night. And the last time we did that, we went to this little uh, um, 
bed and breakfast down in Granbury, Texas. Uh, nice little, cool little town in Texas. Got a nice little square. You can get out and walk around. Heather loves to shop in there. I love the eating, and I love that she's happy. So, but it's, and it's pretty. We have a good time. We were just there back in January, and we were coming up with ideas and plans for the year. We were following this process of what we were going to do to achieve this year. Now, I got to be honest when I say this. That was the, the most intentional we've been in setting goals for the year in a couple of years. Not years and years and years, but just a couple of years. It was the most intentional we had been and the most specific we had been in working through this. And this year so far has been our best year in several years. I don't think it's any coincidence. And that's why I'm going through this process again now because I want to finish the year strong. I'm not looking to continue to ride what I started in January. I got to finish strong and I don't want it to fizzle out towards the end of the year. Number nine establish some role models they can be people from your life or top achievers write down three to five names of people who have realized what you want to achieve write down the qualities and behaviors that made them successful then call them or write them you may not know these people one of my favorite stories is of john maxwell and he he when he uh, got started and john maxwell now the world recognizes him as being the leader on leadership but he got his start he was a pastor's son and he went off to seminary he became a pastor and he wanted to be a good one so he wrote down the top 100 pastors in his denomination, and he intentionally, over time, not in one week, but over time, contacted them, set up a meeting with them, offered them $100 for their time, and moved on. Asked them questions. And he didn't know them, but because he did that, he got good quickly. So you may not know somebody, but it doesn't hurt you to reach out. I was, uh, this past weekend, uh, I was watching with my 11-year-old, watching some YouTube Man, there's some great stuff on YouTube, and there's some really dumb stuff on YouTube. Like, dumb is watching somebody else play a video game, and they record a YouTube of it, and you're sitting there watching it. You might as well just play the game yourself. I think that part's dumb. But he's watching this guy. I don't know his name, but he's a science guy. He was a NASA engineer, and, and then he quit his job, and he makes these YouTubes of all this really cool science stuff. And he said in there, in a video, he went back to his high school. 18 years later, he goes back to his old high school to talk to his old statistics teacher in high school uh, about an idea he had about this Guess Who game. Remember the Guess Who game had all these pictures and you had to guess who. He's got this strategy that you can win in like five moves and he wanted to run it by his statistics teacher. Anyway, he said in there, he said, listen, I, I am so grateful. This is what this guy said. I'm so grateful for the teachers I had in my life and the time they took to invest in me that any, and this guy's busy. He's on national TV shows, you know, the, the different talk shows have him on all the time to cover stuff. He's young, he's hip, he's cool, and he's incredibly smart. And he's like, because I'm so grateful for that, anytime somebody reaches out to me and says, hey, can you do a Zoom call or a phone call with my team or my class or whatever, he said, I, to the best of my ability, I always say yes. You'll be shocked who you reach out to that says yes. And, and right now, I got to tell you, right now, I'm in this process of I, I realize that in, in areas in my life right now, I am without a mentor. Now, I've got mentors in my life, but there are areas in my life that I don't have a mentor right now. And I am frantically searching for one. I, it is so much easier to walk down the road that somebody else has walked down than trying to blaze a trail on your own. So I'm, I'm pursuing right now what I'm This is not me just talking some points. I'm pursuing this myself firsthand. I'm, I am trying. I'm reaching out and calling and texting and emailing and networking. And Hey, who do you know that's done this that, that I could learn from? Like, I'm, I'm asking these questions. Number 10, take a few minutes to give yourself credit for goals you've already accomplished and write them down. 
Maybe this year you've accomplished something. Maybe it was something like, hey, you know what? I made it through the pandemic. I'm alive and I just got my license. Yay, that wasn't the easiest thing to do during the pandemic. So well done. Maybe it's something simple like that. Um, there's a family history in my family of depression. And so I know how important it is, somebody who suffers from depression, getting up in the morning and celebrating that. I got up this morning. I'm out of bed. I changed clothes. I showered. Like, like those are, this may seem little to, to you, but, but to the people who deal with that stuff, that's huge. And you should celebrate it. Don't, I mean, give yourself a pat on the back. If you need somebody else to pat you on the back, tell them what you did. Let them pat you on the back. It's okay. Uh, these could be in work, marriage, home, and family, anything. Don't hesitate to give yourself credit for things already done. You deserve it. But then once you put those goals together, now you've got to go get it. And that's what goals part two and goals part three is going to be about. So uh, hopefully this exercise has helped. Can I help you? Sure would like to. If you're an agent with us, please go to timewithfits.com. That's timewithfitz.com to schedule a time when I can help you directly. Just pick a topic, pick a time, and we'll meet. If you're not an agent with The Fitz Group, I encourage you to go to thefitzgroup.org slash contact. Again, that's thefitzgroup.org slash contact and send us a message. See you next week.